everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Today we are in 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles. We actually start out in 2 Chronicles chapter 28, and then we pop over to 2 Kings chapter 16 and 17. And what is interesting about today is we are looking at the, the kingship of Ahaz. And Ahaz, as you know, is a very bad king. Um, And what is so crazy about just reading through his experience as a king is that there are so many moments, and I think we can all relate to this, where he is really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Uh, And I think as Christians, we can definitely get into this place where we feel kind of stuck between those two things. In Ahaz's case, um, he's definitely stuck between like being defeated because of the sins that he is committing um, and also like dabbling in things that he should not be. Um, But instead of choosing to find a way out, he continues to just bury himself under rocks um, or more hard places. So what's really crazy, I think, is we can also find ourselves in these places. Um, Sin is just running rampant. Um, under the reign of Ahaz in Judah. Um, Israel is being attacked. Um, Judah is becoming like close to be like taking over or being taken over and they cannot conquer Ahaz at first. So again, I think we can all relate to this where we're feeling super duper stuck Um, And we know that like we are far from the Lord, we are stuck, we are not close to him, we're not following his ways. But what's crazy about Ahaz, and I think is an extreme and like really good example to us as believers today, is that Ahaz, instead of turning to the Lord... He like completely does the opposite and starts putting his faith and faith and trust into more things that are not the Lord. He turns and he he puts his trust in an Assyrian king who ultimately comes and defeats him anyway. Um, he takes his his uh, his visit with the king and starts like making mock models of of altars to other gods. Um, he utterly like turns his back on the Lord. Uh, We start the chapter off with him just like literally sacrificing his own children um, and putting high places in every corner of Judah, every street of Judah. So it's, it's so sad to see something that's so corrupt and there's an opportunity like the Lord gives grace after grace to Ahaz who doesn't deserve it in any way, shape, or form. Um, And he gives him the opportunity to turn it around over and over again. And he chooses not to. Um, So there are so many instances where the Lord is just showing his grace and showing his mercy uh, to Ahaz, even though his anger is burning against him because of how he is leading um, Judah into complete destruction. Um, Eventually, we do get to the end of Judah or excuse me, the end of Ahaz, and he is buried with his fathers. Um, and then his son, Hezekiah, begins to reign his place. We don't totally get the story of Hezekiah, um, but we do get into a little bit of Hosea. I believe I'm saying that right. Um, but again, it just continues to talk about how 
one more king just bites the dust because he is not following in the ways of the Lord. Um, I don't know that we could say that he's necessarily as evil as um, as Ahaz was. However, he certainly is not following in the ways of the Lord. And chapter 17 is so interesting uh, because, again, we're following this like extreme line of disobedience. And in chapter 17, verse 7 pretty much until the end of the chapter, it talks about how um, the the house of Israel, right? So we're talking about Hosea, the king of Israel. Um, it talks about in this chapter how the people of Israel are taken away, like their final exile because of their idolatry. This sickness of following after things that are just not of the Lord. It is not obeying the commandments and the statutes of the Lord, the God who took them up out of Egypt. Um, they are going to be thrown out and put into exile. And it's like it, to, for us, I think it's so easy to watch and to look and to listen to these stories and be like, wow, like God saved them from so many instances, yet they are still turning away. And it seems like the sin just continues and continues to get worse and heightened um, over time. But I think it is so true for us today how we can easily just be swept away by what has come before us um, or things that are happening like presently with us that we can just give ourselves to over and over again um, and rejecting the God who has brought us up out of our own um, sin and rescued us and redeemed us from our own sin, but yet we still continue to turn away and put something in his place, just like this is going on with the the people of Israel and the people of Judah. So I guess my encouragement for you today is certainly to listen to this because um, the chapters are so interesting with how you can just see the decay and the decline even at their lowest point, they dig even deeper, um, both Judah and Israel. So take some time and listen today. And remember, uh, your part for today is that God will show mercy to you in your lowest point, but you have to turn to him. You have to obey his commandments and his statutes, um, trusting and knowing that he is the God of the universe. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who deserves the place um, that nothing else should ever touch or be put close to. So my encouragement to you today is just to call out to God, ask him for his mercy and turn your heart um, to love and honor and serve him today. So thanks for joining me today. We will be back again tomorrow. Have a great day. Second Chronicles chapter 28. Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. And he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord, as his father David had done, but he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel. He even made metal images for the Baals, and he made offerings in the valley of the son of Hinnom, and burned his sons as an offering, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. And he sacrificed and made offerings on the high places, and on the hills, and under every green tree. Therefore the Lord his God gave him into the hand of the king of Syria, who defeated him, and took him captive, a great number of his people, and brought them to Damascus. He was also given into the hand of the king of Israel, who struck him with a great force. For Pekah, the son of Ramaliah, killed 120,000 from Judah in one day, all of them men of valor, because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. 
And Zikri, a mighty man of Ephraim, killed Messiah, the king's son, and Azkarim, the commander of the palace, and Elkanah, the next in authority to the king. The men of Israel took captive 200,000 of their relatives, women's sons and daughters. They took much of the spoil from them and brought the spoil to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord was there, whose name was Oded, and he went out to meet the army that came to Samaria and said to them, Behold, because the Lord, the God of your fathers, was angry with Judah, he gave them into your hand. But you have killed them in rage that has reached up to heaven. And now you intend to subjugate the people of Judah and Jerusalem, male and female, as your slaves? Have you not sins of your own against the Lord your God? Now hear me, and send back the captives from your relatives whom you have taken, for the fierce wrath of the Lord is upon you. Certain chiefs, also men of Ephraim, Azariah, the son of Johan, Johanan, Barakai, the son of Meshelamoth, Jehezekiah, the son of Shalom, and Amasa, the son of Hadlai, stood up against those who were coming from war, and said to them, You shall not bring the captives in here, for you propose to bring us guilt against the Lord in addition to our present sins and guilt, for our guilt is already great. And there is fierce wrath against Israel. So the armed men left the captives and spoil before the princes and all the assembly. And the men who have been mentioned by name rose and took the captives. And with the spoil, they clothed all who were naked among them. They clothed them, gave them sandals, provided them with food and drink, and anointed them. And carrying all the feeble among them on donkeys, they brought them to their kinfolk at Jericho, the city of palm trees. Then they returned to Samaria. At that time King Ahaz sent to the king of Assyria for help, for the Edomites had again invaded and defeated Judah and carried away captives, and the Philistines had made raids on the cities of Shelphila and Negeb of Judah, and had taken Beth Shemesh, Ajalin, Geradoth, Socho with its villages, Timnah with its villages, and Gimzo with its villages. And they settled there, for the Lord humbled Judah because of Ahaz king of Israel, for he had made Judah act sinfully and had been very unfaithful to the Lord. So Tiglath Pilasar, king of Assyria, came against him and afflicted him instead of strengthening him, for Ahaz took a portion from the house of the Lord and the house of king, the king and of the princes and gave tribute to the king of Assyria, but it did not help him. In the time of his distress, he became yet more faithless to the Lord, this same king Ahaz. For he said to the gods of Damascus that had defeated him, and said, Because the gods of the king of Syria helped them, I will sacrifice to them that they may help me. But they were of ruin to him and all of Israel. And Ahaz gathered together the vessels of the house of God and cut in pieces the vessels of the house of God. And he shut up the doors to the house of the Lord. And he made himself altars in every corner of Jerusalem. In every city of Judah, he made high places to make offerings to other gods, provoking to the anger of the Lord, the God of his fathers. Now the rest of his acts and all his ways from first to last, behold, they are written in the book of the king, kings of Judah and Israel. And Ahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city in Jerusalem, for they did not bring him into the tombs of the kings of Israel. And Hezekiah his son reigned in his place. Second Kings chapter 16 
In the seventeenth year of Pekah, the son of Ramaliah, Ahaz, the son of Jotham, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. And he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord his God and his father David had done, but he walked in the way of the kings of Israel. He even burned his son as an offering according to the despicable practices of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. And he sacrificed and made offerings on the high places and on the hills and under every green tree. The resin king of Syria and Pekah, the son of Ramaliah, king of Israel, came up to wage war on Jerusalem, and they besieged Ahaz, but could not conquer him. At that time, Rezin the king of Syria recovered Aloth for Syria, and drove the men of Judah from Aloth, and the Edomites came to Aloth, where they dwell to this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to Kilgath-Pilzer, king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Come up and rescue me from the hand of the king of Syria and from the hand of the king of Israel, who are attacking me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasures of the king's house and sent a present to the king of Assyria. And the king of Assyria listened to him. The king of Assyria marched up against Damascus and took it, carrying its people to Ker and killed Rezin. When king Ahaz went to Damascus to meet tilgath pileser king of Assyria, he saw the altar that was at Damascus. And King Ahaz sent to Ariah the priest a model of the altar and its pattern exact in all its details. And Uriah the priest built an altar in accordance with all that the king Ahaz had sent from Damascus. So Uriah the priest made it before King Ahaz arrived from Damascus. And when the king came from Damascus, the king viewed the altar Then the king drew near to the altar and went up on it and burnt his offering and his grain offering and poured his drink offering and threw blood of his peace offerings on the altar. And the bronze altar that was before the Lord, he removed from the front of the house from the place between his altar and the house of the Lord and put it on the north side of his altar. And King Ahaz commanded Uriah the priest saying, on the great altar burn the morning burnt offering and the evening grain offering and the king's burnt offering and his grain offering with the burnt offering of all the people of the land, and their grain offering and their drink offering, and throw on it all the blood of the burnt offering and all the blood of the sacrifice, but the bronze altar shall be for me to inquire by. Uriah the priest did all this as King Ahaz commanded. And King Ahaz cut off the frames of the stands and removed the basin from them, and he took down the sea from the bronze oxen that were under it and put it on the stone pedestal. And he covered way for the Sabbath that had been built inside the house and the outer entrance for the king had he caused to go around the house of the Lord because of the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Ahaz slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, and Hezekiah his son reigned in his place. Second Kings chapter 17 In the twelfth year of Ahaz, king of Judah, Hoshea, the son of Elah, began to reign in Samaria over Israel, and he reigned nine years. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, yet not as the kings of Israel who were before him. Against him came up Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, and Hoshea became his vassal and paid him tribute. But the king of Assyria found treachery in Hoshea, 
for he had sent messengers to So, king of Egypt, and offered no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. Therefore the king of Assyria shut him up and bound him in prison. Then the king of Assyria invaded all the land and came to Samaria, and for three years he besieged it. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria captured Samaria, and he carried the Israelites away to Assyria and placed them in Hala, and the, on the harbor, the river of Gizan, and in the cities and of Medes. And this occurred because the people of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt, and had feared other gods, and walked in the customs and the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel, and in the customs that the kings of Israel had practiced. And the people of Israel did secretly against the Lord their God things that were not right. They built for themselves high places in all their towns, from watchtower to fortified city. They set up for themselves pillars and asherim on every high hill and under every green tree. And there they made offerings on all the high places as the nations did whom the Lord carried away before them. And they did wicked things, provoking the Lord to anger, and they served idols, of which the Lord had said to them, You shall not do this. Yet the Lord warned Israel and Judah by every prophet and every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways, and keep my commandments and my statutes in accordance with all the law that I commanded your fathers, and that I sent to you by my servants the prophets. But they would not listen. They were stubborn, as their fathers had been, who did not believe in the Lord their God. They despised his statutes and his covenants that he made with their fathers and the warnings that he gave them. They went after false gods and became false, and they followed the nations that were around them concerning whom the Lord had commanded them that they should not do like them. And they abandoned all the commandments of the Lord their God and made for themselves metal images of two calves, and they made an Asherah and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served Baal. And they burned their sons and their daughters as offerings and used divination and omens and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. Therefore the Lord was angry with Israel and moved them out of his sight. Not one was left but the tribe of Judah only. Judah also did not keep the commandments of the Lord their God, but walked in the customs that Israel had introduced. And the Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel and afflicted them and gave them into the hand of plunderers until he cast them out of his sight. When he had torn Israel from the house of David, they made Jeroboam the son of Nebat king. And Jeroboam drove Israel from following the Lord and made them commit great sin. The people of Israel walked in all the sins that Jeroboam did. They did not depart from them until the Lord removed Israel out of his sight as he had spoken by all his servants and prophets. So Israel was exiled from their own land to Assyria until this day. And the king of Assyria brought people from Babylon, Kutha, Ava, Hamath, and Sepharavim, and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the people of Israel. And they took possession of Samaria and lived in its cities. And at the beginning of their dwelling there, they did not fear the Lord. Therefore the Lord sent lions among them, which killed some of them. So the king of Assyria was told, The nations that you have carried away and placed in the cities of Samaria do not know the law of the God of the land. Therefore he has sent lions among them, and behold, they are killing them because they do not know the law of the God of the land. Then the king of Assyria commanded, 
Send there one of the priests whom you carried away from there, and let him go and dwell there and teach the law of the God of the land. So one of the priests whom they had carried away from Samaria came and lived in Bethel and taught them how they should fear the Lord. But every nation still made gods of its own and put them in the shrines of the high places that the Samaritans had made, every nation in the cities in which they lived. The men of Babylon made Sukkoth benoth the men of Cuth made Negral, the men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Avites made Nibaz and Tartok, and the Severites burned their children in the Adamelach and Anamelach, the gods of Shepharavim. They also feared the Lord and appointed from themselves all sorts of people of priests of the high places who sacrificed for them in the shrines of the high places. So they feared the Lord, but also served their own gods after the manner of the nations from among whom they had been carried away. To this day they do according to the former manner. They do not fear the Lord, and they do not follow the statutes or the rules of the law or the commandment that the Lord commanded the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel. The Lord made a covenant with them and commanded them, You shall not fear other gods or bow yourselves to them to serve or sacrifice to them, but you shall fear the Lord, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt great with great power and with outstretched arm. You shall bow yourselves to him, and to him you shall sacrifice. And the statutes and the rules and the law of the commandment that he wrote for you, you shall always be careful to do. You shall not fear other gods, but you shall fear the Lord your God, and he will deliver you out of the hand of all your enemies. However, they would not listen, but they did according to their former manner. So these nations feared the Lord and also served their carved images. Their children did likewise, and their children's children, and their fathers did. So they do to this day. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.